So I'm not willing to wait for you to be available in the future while I sit in the past twiddling my thumbs. So instead of calling you to record this intro, I'm just going to record this intro in voice messages to you. This is an introduction for episode three, Is She His Aunt? Part two. And I am introducing the argument, quote unquote, that we that we had when we were talking about when we were talking about our relationship, I came back from the kitchen with the burrito and some questions. So we're introducing the conversation that ensued after it dawned on me that I was the trashy friend and that triggered something really deep in me. And as I went through this existential crisis, I watch you in the replays get really uncomfortable and do some deflecting and then all of a sudden realize that it's okay and that we're in a safe place for us to actually talk about this without getting heated. And at that point, I was safe to let you know that you had actually hurt my feelings for the first time using a word that we had used a thousand times before. This is what it looks like when your beliefs about yourself get challenged out in the wild and you don't have the skills to figure out that you're actually getting challenged about your beliefs. At this point in my life, I'm kind of willing to own the fact that I'm the trashy friend, not because it's cute and not because it's catchy, but because I was born into trash, like a Hunger Games district. You said you live in the district. I think you're right. It was a joke, but you are not far off from the truth. I was born in the district of trash. Trash is what happens when there's no money and there's trauma happening. Normal is just trauma with better cartons. I've made some edits for clarity and for brevity, but for the most part, this is the entire argument. There were some really long pauses while my brain worked, and there were some really awkwardly long pauses before Sean answered some of my questions, and I have left those in there. Trash is what happens when trauma happens in trailers. I'm willing to bet that a lot of us were brought up in a world where there was just one generation, one family member, one neighbor, one schoolmate away from being the trashy ones. Someone that we could look over our shoulders at and think, wow, at least we're not like them. All while trying to outrun a feeling of trashiness. More than one thing can be true at the same time. I can be trash. And I also can have developed so much love and compassion for myself that when I got called trash, I was ready to stand up and say something about it. The trashiest parts of me are the loudest parts of me. And I'm proud of it. Also, sorry your mouth hurts. And also, sorry, I'm not going to give that any more context before I publish this episode. Okay, bye. Love you. This is Everybody Needs a Natalie, and I am your host, Natalie, the trashy friend. And here's the argument. Am I your trashy friend? No. Trashy is just a part of our lives, but we're not trashy friends. Do you walk around thinking that you're like this bougie DC bitch, and then you're like, and then I'm going to go slumming with Natalie? 
But I feel like I live in the district. And then when I feel like I'm, like, too district, like, every time I talk to you, it's, like, the perfect amount of white trash to keep me grounded. I'm just fucking kidding. <laughs> I know you think that I spit that burrito out because of what you said, but the truth is I spit it out because the cheese is still cold and I have to put these back in the microwave and that's fine. Were you just staring into the abyss because of cold cheese? No, I was... No, I spit the burrito out because of cold cheese. I was staring into the abyss because of what you just said to me. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> I'm your trashy friend. <laughs> I am, though. Think about it. Freedom time. Okay, I will die on the fucking Frito Pie Hill, but whatever. Nah, but like the Clariot and the situation. Oh my god, the Clariot. That's another place I need to look at the reviews. I'm your trashy friend. You come to me to like get in touch with your trashy roots. I mean, it's not the Clariot Boo. I know that. Hang on, what is it? Oh my god. I know why you call it the Clariot now. Why? Is this the other night too? Hmm. Didn't I realize this the other night, too? I don't know. What do you realize? That you added Marriott in there. <laughs> I hate, but it used to have two hot tubs. Well, then it deserves an, at least one star off for only having one while we were there. Sean, you have to forgive me for a minute. Because I am so mind-blown right now. That you're my trashy friend? Yeah. But I'm also your trashy friend. No, you're my boozy friend. Remember when I told you I thought you were cooler than me? Bitch, I live somewhere that's named after the Hunger Games. What? I live somewhere that's named after the Hunger Games. In Washington, D.C.? The district. The district, shut up. Wait, I'm in the district. Zone 6. But, like, kind of. But so, like... You want to talk about mind-blowing? I feel like we take turns blowing each other's minds, like, each day. Like, yesterday was my day to be mind-blown, and, like, today is yours. <laughs> it is mine. Oh, no. I am what? in an existential fucking crisis right now. Why? Because I see myself through the trashy friend lens, and I don't like it.
but I clean up good and I can get a B. So I'm the same kind of trash as you, right? Yeah. We're... I'm not your trashier than you friend. I am your equally trashy friend. Just in a different way. No, I don't think that's it. No. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> this is the danger of doing these kind of fucking projects is like suddenly you're going to be like, oh, surprise, bitch. I have this whole thing about I think that getting to know a shy someone like you is like a game of chess. And we play chess over and over and over again. And the games almost always go the way that we expect them to go because we know each other so well. And then one day, one of us flips the other ones over and does like a move and puts our queen in danger right away. And we wonder how the fuck that happened. And we have to learn and grow. And I have to learn what you know about me to make that possible. Today, you flip that over, and I... I fucked you up. Today. You fucked me up hard today. You put my queen, your check, 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 boom. And I was like, what? I don't know any actual chess language. I just know that... I mean, you had me fucking fooled, because I was following. <laughs> I felt I like you just, <laughs> like, swooped in and, like, cut me raw right there. And I'm not about, like... I'm not the kind of person who expects that shit because most people don't see and call out anything in me. Is this like the moment of your podcast that you post and like you tell everyone you're having an existential crisis because I called you white trash? But I'm allowed to because I'm also white trash. I spent my whole life running from my right, my trashy background. Okay. I spent my whole life trying to put as much distance as possible between my trash upbringing and the second chance that I was given when I went to live with other family when I was a teenager. And I have spent my time from sixth grade on trying to be a certain kind of not white trash. So I went out and got the corporate job that let hide my white trashy ways behind like a fancy resume and a, and a you know, a title and a business card. What, what does it mean that I'm trash? I don't know, but I got the picture that I wanted. Which is what? Let me see it. What's your mouth open? Sean. What does it mean that I'm trash? Does it mean, what the fuck? Holy shit. What does it mean? <laughs> Girl, how do you know? Maybe you've been running away from your trashy self your whole life. I think this is going to be my new contact photo for you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Wait, is that why everybody likes me because I'm their trashy friend? Is that why everybody likes me? No. Uh, prove it. Oh my god. I... Sean. She's so speechless. Okay, hold on. Talking about all these justices for the problems that we had when we were kids. Talking about picking a job to solve the problems that you had so I picked a job or in a path like trying to give everybody a voice and everybody a uh, 
a chance to be understood. But I was running from trash the whole time. I was running from being trash the whole time. So what does trash past Natalie need from this version of me? In this moment of acknowledgement that I am, you are absolutely right. I am trash. You're not trash. You're white trash. I'm just kidding. I don't think white trash is a nice word anymore because it's like classist or whatever. And it implies that there's types, there's other types of trash that are less than white trash. Is it not politically correct to say that anymore? It's not politically correct to say white trash anymore. What does the trash version of myself, the person, the version of myself that like feels the trashiest, what does she need from this current version of myself? If everybody needs a Natalie, what does Natalie need? What does trash Natalie need? Son. Did I fuck you up? You fucked me up. Oh my God. If I'm trash, and you already know that. What does that mean? If you're trash and I already know it. Yeah. It means everybody else knows it too, don't they? Mm, no. The real ones do though, right? Well, yeah, because I'm the only real one. Like, how do you define trash? Let's, let's, let's stop for a minute and go back to my back online. We're going to go back to like the original intention of my of the whole thing is to like define what we think what means what so how do you define trash my whole dad's side of the family okay so you are defining my trashiness because my trashiness is like your dad's side of the family no but your trash is like um a the equivalent uh i equate it to the the trashy food that we like like the stuff we like is the definition of white trash. By whose definition? Ours. Maybe we just call it trashy, but it's not like trashy. There's so much more to being trashy than the food we eat. We stay at cheap hotels. I live without any furniture right now. And I saw that as being like a life reset, right? Like I'm seeing the life that I'm living right now through the lens of like, I burned it all down and I'm starting it all over again. Do you look at that as like my trashiness? No. Okay. So when you think about us being trashy, when I think I am like, when when I'm living the life of like staying in the $50 motel in the desert, you know, like the other little things that we do that are like low budget, I find that to be for one, Remember that introduction that I wrote about poor food being poor, considered poor food and now it's considered gourmet? And the reason that poor food was so spicy is because that's where the good stuff was. That's where the flavor was. Yes. I see my life as having been like all kinds of jambalaya and spicy. And for me, the poor experience that we're having is what gives our shit flavor. The trash experience that we're having is the equivalent of like being poor and making the best of what you have. But it is also like where all of the good stuff is, all of the spice. So like I see our trashiness mm -hmm. as like part of the most beautiful romantic part of life because it's so cool that we're able to do the things that we do the way that we do them.
So it would pain me to think that you were like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with my trashy friend this weekend. Instead of like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't want you to think that. (laughs) I don't. But also, maybe we're like trash on a different level to other people because like we don't have a lot of money so whenever we do things to like live in the moment we enjoy that experience more because like most everyone else who has money do it at their free will trying to record something really great right here and your your audio is going crazy but what you're saying is that like people with money don't value the time that they go and do no I feel like that's our experience is viewed as trashy in other people's eyes. Like, like who's people who have money and the ability to just free willingly go to like all these random cool places. I don't know. How hard did your dad talk shit about his trashy family? Oh, so much so that I don't even associate myself with them. It was always like um, there was always drugs involved, prison involved, lots of alcohol. Asking for financial favors, never repaying them back, unemployed, no job, uh, child support payments that weren't being paid. Like it goes, like the fucking list goes on and on. Taking a minute to let this feeling of absolute shame wash over me. Why? Okay, take your minute. You call yourself trash because you associate with trash, even though you don't identify with that group and you strongly brought up around the, like, shit talk about that group. So am I also a fuck you to your dad because you ended up with trash anyway? No. Or am I a connection to your dad because you ended up with dad's family trash anyway? Or do you or do you judge me for being trash like your dad judges them for being trash? No, I don't view you as trash. But you do, and then you just described a whole bunch of stuff. That describes me about all the ways that your dad's family was trash. So, like, that was, like, with a realness. Damn. I can handle it. Like, here's the thing. I can handle it, I think. It's blowing my mind a little bit, and I just need a little time to think about it. What I need to handle is to understand, like, okay, bitch, you're trash. Now what? Now what? I'm a dumpster fire. You call yourself... You call yourself trash because you attach yourself to people who are like your dad's family, who you also were raised to believe were trash, but you're not trash. Hey, look, what if, what if your dad's family isn't trash? What if your dad's family has been living the American fucking experience from the like perspective of the people who do not benefit from the system because the system is designed to keep them down? What if none of us are trash? What if all of us are just fucking doing it and nobody's fucking talking about it? Or what if my dad views himself as, like, being on a pedestal because he joined the military? What if that's why my grandma called us sheltered, his mom? Mm, Maybe. Yeah. 
what if what if your family, your trash family, wasn't trash at all? What if they were just a result of the times and the systems that have continued to oppress poor people from, like, you know, the beginning of time? What if your dad getting out and going to the military and getting a safe military job that he suffers with for the rest of his life? What if that puts him in a position to be able to look back over his shoulder and be like, mm, those people are trash. When the reality is he sold his fucking soul to the military and they took it because it was cheap because he was poor. What if your family's not trash? And what if I'm not trash? And what if you're not trash? What if we are just fucking humans trying to survive in this world? And the reason that we use the word trash and we let other people make us feel inferior about it is because everybody else has been doing the same thing to us that your dad has been doing. Did I tell you earlier that we're taking turns today mind-blowing each other? Because when you told me I was trash, I mean like that hurt. And who benefits? Who benefits from me believing that I'm trash? Literally anybody who would not like to see me succeed as a woman, as an old person, as a queer person, as somebody who doesn't subscribe to the religious or the like any of the systems that, that tell me that I can't have as much of my life as I want to be my own. Who benefits from me being, from me thinking I'm being trash? I'm trash. Literally nobody, and certainly least of all me, and I don't want you to think that about me either. Because I don't like to hear you calling yourself trash, and it really hurts to hear you call me trash, actually. So what if we're not trash? We're not trash. We're humans living the human experience. What would your life look like if you didn't think you were trash? What would my life look like if I wasn't so judgmental about myself? What would your life look like if you were able to prioritize the experiences that you wanted ex instead of the uh, exterior life you wanted to present to other people? What experiences or what would you pursue if that was the case? If I didn't view myself as crash or judgy, like, like, unjudgy on myself. Yeah. I think I'd be more free-spirited like you and not give a fuck what other people think. Okay. So just sit with that for a minute. Sit with the idea. Sit with both of those things to be true. Sit with this fact. Take a deep, deep breath and let it out. And actually, like, say, I'm not trash. And if I didn't judge myself, I'd be living a more adventurous life. That's hard. Can you do it? Eventually, but like in my everyday life, like... Can you even say it out loud? Yeah, I'm not trash. Do I believe it? I don't know. I don't think you do because I, I, I'm, I can barely see your face right now and I saw your face say it and I don't feel like you believe it. Like, I don't think that when you say I'm not trash, you do, you make this like face of like I'm totally trash you're not trash I want you to look at my face I want you to take me seriously neither of us is trash Natalie says neither of us is trash is the new thing for you to tell yourself it's no longer I'm not trash it is now Natalie says we're not trash you don't have to believe 
that we're not trash. I will believe that you're not trash for the both of us. And when you want to call yourself trash and you need to find a believable thought to get yourself from I'm trash to I'm not trash and you, you want to actually believe it when you say I'm not trash, you need to find a believable thought in between. And the believable thought for now is Natalie says we're not trash. I can say Natalie says we're not trash. Because you believe it. Because it's true. Because Natalie does say we're not trash. So... Anytime you're trying to, like, believe something different about yourself, you cannot just flip a switch. You can't be like, oh, I hate my body, and tomorrow I'm going to love it. And you can't be like, oh, I'm trash for my whole life, and tomorrow you're like, oh, I'm not trash. I'm actually just a human being living an experience. You can't. That's really hard. If you have been spending your whole life telling telling yourself something terrible about yourself, you do not have the luxury of just flipping a switch. If somebody spent their whole life telling you, what a piece of shit they thought you were. The day that they came to you and were like, hey, I don't think you're a piece of shit anymore. You'd be like, what? You wouldn't trust that person immediately. You're not going to trust yourself. You have to build trust with yourself. So the idea that you're not trash is no longer what we're, what we're going for. You'll get to you're not trash, but first you have to go from I'm trash to Natalie thinks we're not trash. Because that is a true well, statement that doesn't, that doesn't, that absolves you of being trash. And it's also 100% true and you don't have to do anything on your part to believe it. I'm going to start saying it then, but I think I'm going to say Natalie knows we're not trash. Natalie knows we're not trash? Okay, then that's fine. I think that's a step in the direction of Sean knows we're not trash. 